Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Learn American English with this guy. It's episode 113. And this comes from a live stream that I did this past weekend. And I usually go for about an hour, but I was having so much fun. This is a long one. This is about an hour and a half. So hopefully after you listen to this entire episode, you will have so much more knowledge of the English language. I think we cover a lot of topics. There were a lot of great questions. If you haven't checked out the YouTube channel, I am trying to go live on Wednesdays and Saturdays for these live classes. So maybe you can join us, maybe you can ask a question. Who knows, maybe if you were at the last live stream, you'll hear your question again on this, what I like to call a live English class because there is no agenda, there is no schedule, there's no platform. It's just you, the viewer, asking questions. I wish I could go live here on this podcast, but that just can't be done. Just can't be done. Hey, before I go, I do want to remind you about italki. If you are looking to take your English to the next level, there is a link in the show notes. It's the first thing you see. If you click on that and you want to get an English tutor for as little as a dollar a lesson, Click on that link, and once you make your first purchase for your first lesson, you will get bonus credits just for using the link. I want to say thank you again to the nice folks at italki. A couple listeners have taken advantage of it. Please let me know. Maybe get with me on Instagram. Send me a DM, a direct message, Facebook. Let me know how it's going. I'm going to start soon with my Italian. I need a tutor and I will use italki, that's for sure. And I will let you know how it goes. I'm sure it's just, I need some work with my speaking and I don't wanna waste anybody's time with me trying to find the right words. So I figure if I pay somebody, you know, and it won't be a lot of money, dollar, $3, I think $5 at the most. And you'll usually pay more money if they are an actual teacher with an actual degree. But if you were just looking for conversation, you can find what they call a community tutor. Pay someone, they will be patient with your mistakes. All right, check out that link in italki. Let me know how it goes. I hope you enjoy the episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. Right, let's go live. How's this looking? How's this looking? So Beta's here. What is going on? Eric's here. Aniko's here. Nori's here. Welcome everyone to a very early morning live chat here. It is really early in the morning, but um, I will do my best. My allergies are acting up this morning, clearing my throat a lot, coughing, but I'm looking forward to answering your questions, chatting a little bit. And we are live. Ethan from Greece says, we are live. We are live. Asma's here. Luke 
is here from Poland. Dr. Luke, welcome. The doctor is in the house. Welcome. I'm in a new, I'm in a new part of my house because like my whole family is still sleeping. I didn't want to go down in the basement where my kids live, sleep. And then it's like foggy outside. And I hope there's not too much light coming from the back of me, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah, I got some, I got some books over here. I, I, I like books. I got a lot of books, Mega. And, uh, there's a book about, there's a Shakespeare book right there. Twelfth Night. I do like, I do like some Shakespeare. So we are live. If you're new here, I see a lot of familiar names. So maybe everyone has been here before. My name is Brent. I'm an English teacher in the United States. And for the next hour, I'm going to do my best to answer your questions about eh, American culture, learning English. Sam, the Taiwanese is here. There are a lot of members. There is, check your members tab. If you are a member, there is a Zoom link that you can get on. I am muted. Nobody is in there yet. I'm hoping it's working. But uh, if you want to chat in there, you can and ask questions, and then I can see them in a different chat. Maybe it's not working though, or maybe nobody wants to leave. But you can have um, maybe me in the background. I don't know how it's gonna work. It might, it might be the worst idea in the world. <clears throat> Madi is here. Welcome, Madi. So I saw an Ivana, Ivana, another teacher who lives in Poland, but she teaches Polish to native, Polish speakers, and I teach English to English, native English speakers. I did have that question. I put up a video where I showed you my very tiny classroom, and I did have a question. Do I, do I teach native English speakers? And yes, I do. Yes, I do. Um, so Asma is asking, I can answer this pretty quickly. Ah. Uh, um, I show that they're actually within arm's reach. I don't want to get up within arm's reach. They're not within arm's reach. They're just beyond arm's reach. But Asma was asking which books I read and for language. And I have shown them before, but Ollie Richards makes some really good books, I think. Uh, he makes them in English. He makes them in Italian, which is what I read. So they're short stories. I'm a big believer in learning language through stories, which is why on this channel, sometimes I will tell a story and um, I watch a lot of Italian speakers just tell stories. I think that's a great way. So I read and teach yourself also for the grammar, which I don't like the grammar very much, but I will read it every so often. I was calculating, I was doing the math in my head and I think I read four to five hours in Italian this week because in my classes we will do silent reading all together. I want to show my students that I also read and I've been reading a lot of Italian while they read. We all read silently but I will read in Italian. So there were a couple great questions um, that Amina asked before we started and and Mega said that India has lost a very popular singer. Sorry to hear that. What was it? Okay, Mega asked about the thumbnail. Thumbnail. So in English, 
you will hear thumbnail usually with social media, usually with YouTube actually. And that is the, if there is a video behind, you know, there's a video, maybe Instagram has thumbnails too. But if there's a video, it's like the picture the person chooses to display before you watch the video. So I know Mega says the, the thumbnails are better if I smile. I try to smile sometimes, but then I try to look like, you know, look like confused. Sometimes that will make people click on the video. You know, that, that expression sometimes works well too. So the thumbnail is the picture for the video. It's like a book cover. It's like a book cover for the video. And um, Amina asked a great question too, and I thought I could answer it pretty quickly. Oh no, I forgot. Amina, if you don't mind asking that again. It's a good, oh, I got it. So Amina, before the chat started, asked, what is the meaning of erupt, erupt? So the first thing I think of when I hear erupt is volcano. Volcano, you think of like the lava flowing. And I think there are two types of volcanoes. One that has the lava flowing and it may just like erupt. It erupt is a sudden burst of something. And then your other volcanoes are where just like the whole top of the mountain flies off. I believe Mount Vesuvius in what, 79 AD in Italy was one of those that just blew up. And then we had uh, one in the United States in Washington state called Mount St. Helens. I think that was in 1981 where it would erupt. But you could have an eruption of anger. So sometimes emotions can erupt. And if somebody is just suddenly very angry all at once, um, you could say the crowd erupted in cheers. So maybe something great happened. Maybe they were watching a football game or something and there was a great play. So an eruption is a big burst of something all at once. How about that? Mostly used with volcanoes, but it can be used in everyday life too. Hope that helped. Hope that helped. Oh, it looks like... Aroni is here. Welcome. Welcome. Oh no. Sounds like Poland is having, Poland is well represented today. Poland is well represented. And Rod is here from Brazil. Amina is here from Canada. It is early for us here in North and South America. Pretty early. Glad to see you here. Hopefully in Europe and beyond. I saw uh, Sam from Taiwan is here. My uh, last week, my students um, and my social studies class, we learned a little bit about Taiwan. I don't want to get too political here and offend anybody, but of course, Taiwan is dealing with something just beyond its borders. And we learned a little bit about that, Taiwan and Hong Kong. Miho is here. Japan is in the house. Welcome, welcome. Okay, Ivana, right here. Saw a question. 
Uh, the Zoom, yeah, the Zoom is available for members. Uh, nobody's in the Zoom yet, though. The Zoom, so if you want to become a member, I know that not all um, countries will allow you to become members, but sometimes we will get on a chat. We had a chat, I think, Wednesday, didn't we? We had a chat, I think, Wednesday. Now I'm suddenly hearing myself. Ah, there is a person in the Zoom. Join him if you are a member. Roman. Welcome. And you can ask the questions in the chat and I will see them. But I'm muted. I'm muted in the Zoom meeting. So uh, the question that Ivana had was, was it was shut your mouth or stop? Or, oh, don't run your mouth. Yes, that does mean uh, don't talk. So could, okay, could have two meanings. So don't run your mouth. It might be yeah, that person talks a lot, but it also could be gossip. So if somebody is running their mouth, they could get in trouble. They might make somebody upset. So you might hear, hey, stop running your mouth. Yeah, stop running your mouth. Uh, I don't know if I would say that to my students. It's, it's kind of rude. If I wanted them to be quiet, I might politely ask them to stop talking. But uh, running your mouth can be talking too much or gossiping. Um, you might hear, oh, she's running her mouth all over town talking about people. He's running his mouth all over town. And we might do this hand, hand gesture, running their mouth, running their mouth. Yeah, good question. Good question. All right, some more questions. And remember, if I skip your question... I'm not skipping it. I'm not skipping it. I accidentally missed it. So please ask again. And if you want to at me, put that little at sign. My name will appear in red and I will be able to get your question easier, I think. Good to see Nori here. Hungary is represented. Hungary is well represented, by the way. Nico's here from Hungary. Welcome. Luke, oh, <coughs> excuse me. I have a question, question about the meaning to get worked up. Yeah, phrasal verbs in English. Is that the same as worry or get angry? Yeah, it actually is. So you, I don't know how to spell this, but you might hear somebody say, oh, he worked himself up into a tizzy. Tizzy. Is it T-I-Z-Z-Y maybe? Maybe. So if you work yourself up into a tizzy, that would mean like you have made yourself very nervous. You're maybe thinking about too many things at once and you've worked yourself up into a tizzy. Maybe you can't sleep that night because you're so nervous. Tizzy is just the nervous part. But um, and maybe if Ivana... Maybe her students are giving her a hard time. You could say she was worked up. They had gotten her into a bad mood. She was worked up. So worked up can go both ways. Nervous. Yeah, maybe a little bit of energy. Yeah, ma'am. It could be like nervous energy. So it could be good sometimes. Man, I'm, I'm so worked up for the first day of school. I'm, I'm ready to go. But a lot of times it's with the anger, oh, worked him up, worked him up, or nervousness. Yeah, that's a good one to know. 
You could use it a couple different ways. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Mega says that the highlight will not work if you are on a mobile phone. Yeah, YouTube hasn't, hasn't allowed that to happen. But I can, I can, I can highlight Mega's name. And that's in red. But that's only in red for her. That's only in red for her. You, you probably know how this works. Eric, welcome. What does it mean to give somebody higher ground? Um, it comes from like, it comes from a battle. So if someone has the upper ground, you could also say they have the upper hand. We sometimes use that, and that means someone has the advantage. So maybe if you are um, debating somebody about politics, if somebody knows more information, they have the upper hand. They have the higher ground. I would say upper hand is more common than upper ground, but both have to do with battle. And obviously, if you are at war, you know, the high ground, the, the mountains, the the high parts, that's, that's where the uh, battle is often won. Whoever has the high ground. Good answer. Uh, good question. I hope it's a good answer. Good question. I hope it's a good answer. Let's see here. Oh, Madi is wondering, am I at school? No, I'm in um, the upper part of my house. My house has kind of two levels and then a basement. So I'm in the upper part of my house. It's kind of like the library, the office, we might say. Oh, no. Aroni is saying that there are no more sunny days in Italy. Winter is coming. And um, I was just talking with someone in the comments today. I think it was on an older post. Uh, who was it? I can't remember who it was, but they said that and I think it was Luke also that said uh, his favorite. Correct me if I'm wrong, Luke. We say that sometimes. Correct me if I'm wrong, Luke, but I think you said your favorite fall pastime was watching the calendar until it becomes summer again. And I'm kind of with you. Hey. Piazza Square Italiano is here. Welcome. Thank you. Ah, uh, and he's, uh, I think I follow him, right? Is it you and your wife or um, you and your girlfriend do some great Italian lessons? And he says, uh, I think he's saying like nice live, good live. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Maybe I should say grazie mille. Grazie mille. Um, lace up. Oh, Nori. Good question. Good question. Nori is wondering. I don't think you... No, I don't think I've answered this one yet. So to lace up or to learn a lesson. Yeah, you might use um, lace up to prepare for something. And I think this comes from hockey, maybe, or soccer, where you get your shoes or your skates ready. You lace them up. When you tie your shoe, okay. When you buy new shoes, the laces, those are the little strings that we tie. They might not be in your shoes. 
So then you have to, you have to lace them up. It's kind of like I'm sewing here. You lace them up. And so uh, lace up can mean to prepare for something. And so if you want to get ready to learn a lesson, you might say that, yeah. I gotta lace up, learn a lesson, lace my brain up, get ready. Anytime you use lace up, prepare, to prepare. Wow, wow, welcome. Yeah, I, I think, is Piazza Square Italiano. I, did I join your live one time? You were just ending, yeah. Um, they do a great, if you are looking to learn Italian, check those guys out. My buddy here, Aroni, also has a YouTube channel. It would be amazing if you guys could collab. Check it out, Aroni in Piazza Square, Italiano. Rod also has, there's a lot of people in here that have YouTube channels. Rod also has a YouTube channel. VIP IDP. Check it out. Whoa. Ethan is wondering another word to describe a fishing gun. Whoa. Well, I don't know. Okay. I don't know, man. I don't know. Fishing. Well, that's not an English term, at least not in the United States or Canada. I don't believe. Um, Oleg, I want to get to your question too about books. I love books. I love books. Um, a fishing gun. I don't know. Are you talking about a fishing pole? It's not really a gun. So we'll say pole. Fishing pole. But. But. I can teach you a different kind. If something is easy. If something is easy, you can say it's like shooting fish in a barrel. It's like shooting fish in a barrel. So think of a barrel. Maybe like oil will come and a barrel, oil, something. So let's think about a barrel. It's like a big, big trash can, okay? A big trash can, like, like big. And then if you put fish in there and then you have a gun and you just shoot them, like that's easy. You could probably kill those fish that are just swimming in that small area. So if something is easy, hopefully English is easy to you but we all know it's not, right? We all know it's not. Just like Italian isn't easy for me. But you could say, if it is easy for you, you could say, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. Easy. Like shooting fish in a barrel. So I'm sure to Aroni in Piazza Square Italiano, um, speaking Italians, probably like shooting fish in a barrel. But to me, no. Let me check the Zoom. Let me check the Zoom. Any members in there? Oh, Aniko is in there. Welcome. There is some questions in the chat. Oh, no. Angelo is it? Oh, Angelo. Hello. He's in there as well. Um, and did I see? I think Angelo and Rod. I saw it really quickly. I think they did something together. An interview, I think. An interview together. But Angelo is having difficulty Oh, my students, so I teach all of my students on Zoom, like for the last two weeks, I've been teaching them on Zoom. And overall, it's been very good. Um, not too many problems, but every so often, there is a technical problem. It looks like Angelo's having some trouble. Sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. Um, Jow, 
Jao, I believe is from Brazil, and he says he arrived kind of late. Don't worry, you missed 20 minutes. You can watch it on replay, but it's very early. It's very early. Uh, Amon is, yes, my mic is off on Zoom because I figured you could hear me on YouTube if you want to, but um, you wouldn't want to hear me in the Zoom. Maybe the, the members can chat if they would like. If you would like to become a member, um, I will leave the link. It is not necessary. There are some bonuses, though. There are some bonuses. And I'm putting up two videos today. One where I read an article about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I would put it up on the YouTube channel, but I don't think everybody would want to watch that. And I also have, I got a, uh, I got a um, GoPro, thanks to some members. Thank you for contributing to the channel. And also everyone who watches the videos, if you watch an ad, it helps me. I put some lights in, I bought some lights and I bought a GoPro. So thank you everyone who has been supporting the channel. I'm just trying to make it better. And I put a GoPro on my car hood and then I drove around an American neighborhood. So that will be up today too. Um, Oleg talked about books and I really can't move my camera. Whoa, that's way overexposed. I really can't, now I'm overexposed. I can't move my camera, but I have three bookshelves up here and I have read most of these books. I do like reading, I'm a reading teacher. So, but now I'm getting into the Italian reading, which I find very challenging. Oh, Miho, now, yes, there is a Zoom going on now. Check it out. You can talk to each other. You can leave questions in the chat. But, I mean, Rod is a Zoom guru. Guru, I believe that comes from Hindi, does it not? We use it in English. If someone is really good at something, Rod does all of his teaching through Zoom now. So if he can't figure it out, it's probably my fault. There are some people in there though. Um, Rod is wondering, thanks for highlighting the question. I have a question. Can we say whatever comes in your head? Thank you. Yeah, you can. And that just, and sometimes that relates to, um, off the top of my head. So let's check out those prepositions. Can I say whatever comes into your head? Yeah, you can. Or you could say off the top of your head, meaning whatever you think of. And so I am trying to answer all of these questions off the top of my head. That means I'm not searching Google. So I'm trying to answer them as quickly as possible off the top of my head. Whatever is in this brain right here, that's all I, if, if something is really difficult, I will let you know, like, oh man, I need to Google that. And yes, you can use Google as a verb. I need to Google that. We do it all the same. I'm sorry, Nori, what? So speaking of Googling, I have never seen this word before. I will copy and paste what Nori said in the chat. Contumacious, 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 contumacious. I'm, I'm sorry. I've never, never seen that word. I am going to do a quick Google search and then I, I don't know. I've never used it. I have never used it in my almost 45 years, but it, 
I don't know. Nori. I don't know. Um, I would just say if I've never used it in my 45 years, I don't know if a lot of native um, English speakers would understand that word. Sorry, Nori. Sorry. Yes, Zubeda. Yeah, I am a reading teacher. So for my native English students in the classroom or now in Zoom, we do we have an hour-long class, but the first 15 minutes of class are us reading together. I think it's important for me to show my students that I like reading. I do show them all of the books that I have. I hope they, they hope they don't think that's too boring. But that's my goal is to try to get them to enjoy reading, any kind of reading. I think that, and I would encourage you, if you are trying to learn English, it's probably why you're here, read, read, read. It will build up your vocabulary so much. And I think that it is a lot, okay. I think that it is a lot, um, you can do it anywhere. Two, speaking, of course, if you want to become a better speaker, you need to speak. That's where I'm at in my Italian. I need to speak. But reading is something you can do almost anywhere. You can do it. You don't need anybody. You just need a book. And then what you can do, and you've probably done this in your own language, we call it context clues in English, context clues. So when you come to a new word, that you've never seen before. If you know the other words around it, you can figure out like, oh, I might know that word. And hopefully it won't trip you up. It won't cause you to stop reading. You just make a note like, oh, I think I know that. And then you can continue reading. But once you see that word, it's in your brain. The next time you see it, even better, the next time you see it. And then that way you can acquire more words. Now it might be a, a passive, it might be in your passive vocabulary. And um, I love this guy, Steve Kaufman. He just did a video on passive vocabulary. I'm gonna just abbreviate. But passive vocabulary in English, not sure what you call it in your language, it's when you know the word, you can recognize the word, but maybe you can't use it when you speak. But it's in your passive vocabulary. And eventually, with time, it will become part of your active vocabulary, and then you can begin using it when you speak. So, reading. I cannot stress enough. Reading. Um, oh, thanks, Rod. Um, he says uh, I should be an ebook reader. And that's what, with a lot of my books that I have in Italian, I do have the audiobook that goes with it. And I think that's even better if you can read and listen. But if you are understanding most of what I'm saying in this live chat, you are a good language learner and you don't need tips from me. I need tips from you. I need tips from you. Um, let's see. Ah, Amina is wondering, did they pick a replacement for the Supreme Court judge RGB. And this is something I've been uh, talking about with my students, and there are some videos for members that I made. I think I made a video for everyone 
last week about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. You know, sometimes those videos don't do so well on the channel because you're here for learning English, I assume. But um, President Trump is going to announce, I think at five o'clock today, the nominee, the nominee to replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And I believe it is going to be a woman. It is definitely going to be a woman. There will be three women on the Supreme Court, just like there were before uh, RBG passed away. And I believe she's of Cuban descent. I believe she can speak Spanish. Um, but it has to go through Senate. Senate will probably pass. Old books. Luke is saying old books smell fantastic. I do agree. Hello, Adam says, do you remember me? Adam, I'm sorry, man. I don't. Where are you from? Adam, I don't see you in the chat very often. Some people, um, I do. Steve Kaufman, yes. Knows 22 languages. He's amazing. He's amazing. Is it Boji? Boji? I hope I'm saying your name correctly. Boji, welcome. Adam's from Poland. I think half the chat is from Poland. I need to, I need to learn some Polish. I do have a book on learning Polish. Hang on. I've never read it. There, there's my Polish book. Maybe I should read this. There's a lot of people. Adam from Poland. If I open up a, yeah, Polish is hard. Polish is hard. I don't dare say anything from Poland. Uh, Amand says that um, nobody speaks like I do. And I think the the key for for me is because I try to say each syllable of the word. You know, I, I, I do speak a little maybe quicker, you know, for some intermediate or advanced learners. I think if you are just new to English, I might speak a little bit too quickly, but I do try to, I can't even say hello in, in, in Polish. Yeah, Polish is very difficult for English speakers, for sure. But how about this, Luke? The, the reverse is, is true too. So if you are a Polish speaker, it's going to be harder for you to learn English than say a Spanish speaker because our languages are, you know, kind of similar, kind of similar. So um, a lot of respect for anyone who is trying to learn English, especially if you are, you know, Japanese like um, Miho, totally different script, totally different script or if you're Russian or, you know, Polish, Slavic language, very difficult. So much applause from me to anyone trying to learn English. It's hard and it takes a long time. Oh, Mega is saying, yeah, my chair is the University of Alabama where Jamie and I went to school, college. We went to school there. Uh, Nori, great question here. Luckily, I can answer this one. I feel badly about that, that big word in English I didn't know. On occasion. On occasion is not like on purpose, okay? So on purpose means you meant to do it. You thought it in your brain, I want to do it. On purpose. And we often say that for a bad thing. So he... 
just this just came into my mind. He cheated on his girlfriend on purpose. He made an effort to like, I'm going to do this. It wasn't an accident. It's never an accident, is it? He did it on purpose. But on occasion means, we sometimes say this too, every so often. On occasion and every so often, those are the same. So let's talk about this guy cheating on his girlfriend. Maybe he does it on occasion. Maybe weekly. Maybe daily. Maybe daily. Maybe monthly. Maybe yearly. Okay. So those are um, some ways you could say on occasion. It's like every so often. And there might not be a pattern like weekly. If it's daily, I wouldn't say that's on occasion. Weekly, um, let's say maybe uh, you're an alcoholic drink. Maybe you don't drink that often. Maybe two or three times a month, you might say, or maybe even once a month, eh, I have a drink on occasion. Uh, maybe if you like, I don't know, Chinese food. You might say, oh, I have Chinese food on occasion. Maybe a Friday here every so often, a month, maybe twice a month, every so often. Every now and then. And I know some people uh, take notes, so I will write them in the chat. Yeah, every now and then, on occasion, every so often. From app. Madi says hourly. He's cheating on his girlfriend hourly. Oof, that's a problem. I mean, it's a problem if he's doing it yearly, but if he's doing it hourly, hmm, she must know, right? She must know something's going on. Hourly? How could she not know? Honey, I'll be right back. I'll be back in a minute. That's quick. That's quick. Uh, Madi is saying, do I drink beer? I do a little bit. But since quarantine started in March, I would say I had maybe three, 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 four beers. So I don't even know if we could say occasionally, maybe uh, occasionally. So it's less than once a month that I have had a beer. I've been too busy with a YouTube channel, teaching lessons. Yeah. Um, and I don't like the way it makes me feel, even if I, because I'm old. I'm almost 45. And now if I have one beer, I feel like I need to go to sleep. So it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. Um, I, I don't know, I would send the link. I don't want to take time out though and miss, I, I got the Zoom up and running. Let me check the Zoom. I haven't been checking the Zoom. Rod is there. Aniko is there. Miho. And I hope you guys are chatting. Yeah, I'm... Oh, I'm muted. Yeah, because I don't think you guys want to listen to me. You can always put me on in another place, but yeah, I don't think you'd want to mute me. Talk, talk with each other. It's a good excuse to get together. And I think Angelo is talking right now. So maybe he's, his microphone is fixed. It looks like Rod is talking. Miho and Aniko. I'm glad Aniko could join. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, back to the chat. Back to the chat. Uh, Rod should be able to send you the link. Rod should be able to send you the link. All right, Hamoud is here. Brent, I bought a 1990 Chevy Impala. 
It will arrive from Saudi Arabia next month. It's a classic car. I want a Lada. Vladimir, uh, Vitaly, Vitaly. He used to be in the chat more often. He's very busy. But Vitaly was supposed to send me a Lada from Russia. He lives in St. Petersburg. I love Ladas. I love Ladas. But I think most Russians will say it's a crap car. Um, if, if you could say a crap car or a lemon. I don't know if you've heard that term before, but when cars are always breaking down, always needing to be fixed, we will say it's a lemon. It's a lemon. Uh, Nori is wondering how are the first couple weeks at school? They've been good. Uh, we, I, like I've said, I'm teaching all of my students remotely. So there could have been a lot of technical problems, but overall, not so bad. It's, it's gone pretty well. The first week, I think I mentioned on the live chat or somewhere, it was really tiring. And I know Bob, the Canadian, he has mentioned that too. And I bet Ivana, if you're a teacher and you didn't work during the summer and then you go back, it can be quite an adjustment an adjustment when you need to get used to something, get used to something. But now I think I'm finding the time when I can make videos and when I can live stream. So time management, we call it in English. It um, just realizing when you have time to do things with a new schedule, time management. Oh, no. Amon says, uh, Zoomers say a potato car. I've, that would be good, too. Potato. Potato. We do. I think I made a video a long time ago on idioms we use in English with potatoes. Uh, Mega is wondering, is garlic consumed every day? by Americans. It depends. Some people really love garlic, but not all Americans. Some like if you really, really love garlic, there are a lot of foods, snacks you can buy in the United States with garlic, but it's not for everyone. We might say that it's not for everyone, meaning not everyone likes it. It's not for everyone. Um, Zobeda is wondering, um, how often do I drink? Yeah, um, like I said, maybe once every other month. Maybe once every other month. If that, I might have a drink or two. Um, and I think that, you know, I don't want to stereotype because some Americans don't drink at all. Some Americans are alcoholics. Some people are in between, like me. I will have one on occasion. If you look at, like, per capita, that's uh, based on the population, I don't think Americans drink all that much compared to other countries like the Czech Republic, I think, is known for drinking a lot. I would say Canada probably drinks on average a little more than Americans. It's so tough. It's so tough to say though. But um, some people, especially younger people in the United States really love drinking. But ah, 
Nori, jalopy. I love that word, jalopy. Yes, it is a jalopy. Anytime you say that word, people will know it's an old broken down car, jalopy. Oh, Adam is wondering um, what books can I recommend for like a B1? Um, Erroni. I, um, Erroni had a birthday not long ago. And I sent him a book that I love. I think uh, Erroni's probably more of a B2 or so. But can you chime in if you're still in the chat? How did you like that book? Um, and the book that I recommend is called The Hate You Give. And I think that would be a B1, maybe a little bit challenging for a B1. But um, that, that might be one that you want to take a look at. Um, Soledad is wondering, can I, can you take lessons from... Uh, me on italki. No, you can't. I do have a deal with italki that if you want a link, it will give you some bonus credits. I talk about it on the podcast more. Um, once you sign up for your first lesson, and I am going to be starting with italki for Italian, learning Italian, but I just don't have enough time to tutor right now with the YouTube channel and my like normal school. It's a lot. It's a lot. Oh, oh man. Somebody asked, where is it? Oh, Hamoud is wondering, do I go to the gym? No, I should go more often. Before COVID, I did go quite a bit, but, and I do have a gym membership, but, um, you could probably tell, no, I don't go to the gym as often as I should. But once, um, you know, COVID goes away a bit more, I will try to hit the gym again. But again, with the YouTube channel and the teaching, I'm pretty busy, but I do need, to, I do try to go on walks. That's about it for this boomer walk. I have some weights. I should, I should lift a little bit more, but I don't, I don't. Oh no. See, um, Nori is talking about in... India, they closed down the liquor shops. Oh no, what are the alcoholics gonna do? Oh no. And uh, Tuoja, I hope I'm saying your name correctly, is wondering if I'm a Christian. One thing that I really don't like to talk about is religion because I know that there are so, sometimes I don't really like even talking about alcohol because I know there are some people who live in, parts of the world where alcohol is forbidden and that's against their religion. But, um, I try, you know, not to talk about religion because I try to respect everyone and their beliefs religiously. But, uh, yeah, one day, um, do I have a cold? Is that Madi? Was that for me? I do have a cold. I don't have a cold. Um, I have allergies though. Allergies. So I have a doctor's appointment next uh, month in just a couple weeks. And I think I might say, hey, I'm taking some medication for my allergies, but 
I don't think they're working as well as they could be because I'm, I'm like clearing my throat. Yeah, it's like, I, if you have allergies, let me know in the chat, allergies. They can be really, really rough depending on where you live. Oh, Nori, um, if, so she's talking to Adam about a list of books. Share the link, Nori. What will happen is it'll probably get blocked, but either Aroni or Rod or I can put that link through. If you have a link for books, please put it down in the chat. That might help out a lot of people. Fabio. All right. Um, Fabio from Italy. Benvenuto. Benvenuto sul il mio canale. Um, what's the difference between traitor and betrayer? Not a whole lot. Both have ruined trust with somebody. Um, I think... Um, I think so if like somebody cheats on somebody else, it's the second time I've talked about it. We would probably say you betrayed me instead of calling them a betrayer. So you betrayed me. A traitor though, is more like with their country. And when I hear traitor, I think of someone who was spying on their own country or selling war secrets to another country. That's a traitor. And I don't think it's happened in the United States for a long time, but traitors can be put to death in the United States if they betrayed their country. They can be put to death, actually. Uh, Luke, dust, allergies to dust. I feel your pain. We say that when, we say that when Sometimes we have the same problem. Oh, I feel your pain. I know how you feel. Might be a little bit of slang, but Luke, I feel your pain when it comes to allergies. <clears throat> oh my gosh. Hamoud, 90-year-old grandmother, wants to learn English. Come on, come on. That's awesome. Um, I think it would be, you know, a little bit harder as you get older, but anybody who has seen Steve Kaufman, now he, he's in his seventies, I believe he's 74 or five, but like someone said earlier in the chat, he knows about 22 languages. Like he's really good at Chinese, um, but he's learning right now Arabic. So Hamoud, that's amazing. That's amazing. Tell her I said hi. Tell her I said hello, grandmother. Hello. That's awesome. You're never too old to learn languages. And now with uh, YouTube and podcasts, you know, it's still hard to learn a language, but we have so many resources to help us that if you have the time, you can learn English wherever you're from, as long as you have an internet connection, that's kind of crazy. Might take a long time, but. A demanding person 
Fabio, makes demands on you. And by, when I say demands, that means possibly requests a lot of your time, requests a lot of your money. Um, if someone is demanding, they might want you to spend time with them all the time. They might want you to do chores for them. So demand is another way to say like a strong command. I demand you to clean my dishes. That's kind of a weird example. But if someone is in a relationship and that other person is demanding, they might say, you can't go out with other people. You can't have other friends. You need to stay with me 24-7. 24-7 is another way we say all the time. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 24-7. All the time. Oh, no way. <laughs> Zobeda. I need to visit Iran. There, okay. Zobeda, I wanted to ask you. Apple. Apple TV, not a sponsor. Apple TV has a new series coming out called, uh, in English, I think we would say Tehran. Tehran, the capital of Iran, Tehran. I'm probably saying it, not how you say it. But there is a series, a television series called Tehran. And I need to watch that on Apple TV. I don't know what it's about, but I've seen commercials. This is do you are you, do you know about this that there is a TV show that is being shown in the United States that takes place in Iran? Oh, Nathalie is saying always listens to American podcast. I do have a podcast if anybody wants to check it out. I don't plug it much on this channel, but for the most part it's me introducing it. And then I just put a YouTube video on the podcast. But it's convenient if you just want the audio. You can listen to it. Stick your phone in your pocket. You don't have to worry about you know, hitting the buttons while the video is playing. I hate that when I put a, a video on and I have to walk or something. And the buttons get hit in my pocket as I'm walking. And then it messes my video up. So with the podcast... It's a little bit easier. It's a little bit easier. So it looks like um, maybe Nathalie is going to put in some recommendations for American podcasts. That would be great. I listen now as a native speaker. I listen to um, if you want daily news. I can recommend this one, but it is for native speakers. So they speak really quickly. Some of you I know are amazing English learners, so this might help. Up First by NPR. The great thing about NPR, and that stands for National Public Radio, is that they are unbiased, meaning they tell the news right down the middle. They're not too Republican, they're not too Democrat, um, if you watch CNN, they're more for Democrats. If you watch Fox News, they're more for Republicans in the United States. So um, up first, it comes out Monday through Saturday. It's about 15 minutes long, 
and it gives you all of the day's news, mostly American news. But I think they, they speak very clearly, I think, to me. So that might be a good one. Let me check the Zoom in here. Oh, just Nico is in here still. I didn't get too many questions. Yeah, maybe we won't do the Zoom chat again. Maybe that was a fail. Maybe that was uh, something that didn't work too well. Or maybe there are a lot of technical issues. Oh, Erroni is saying that um, the morning show, I have not seen that yet, but it stars the guy Steve Carell from The Office. He played Michael. So, see, Zobeda is saying something in the chat. I wonder. What fun activities do you use in class that really work? Oh, for speaking? Um, I don't use, <coughs> excuse me. Okay. Um, I think what I found, okay, is that certainly at the beginning of the year, when students are unlikely to speak, the one thing that you can ask them is to talk about themselves. So people often are most comfortable with talking about themselves. And I do have like this first day questionnaire that I came up with, um, that I use with my students probably for the last 20 years. I'll tweak it every so often. And when I say tweak it, it means like make little changes to it. But um, if yeah, if you want that Zobeda, I know Zobeda has an Instagram channel. Is it, is it 24 seven? If you write it, um, Zobeda, I'll plug it. It's a great resource. Uh, if you speak Persian, it's probably perfect. If you're not a Persian speaker though, don't let the Persian writing um, scare you. If the, everything is in English as well. So it's good stuff, good stuff. What would I do if I found a hundred million dollars in my bedroom? My gosh, shouldn't I? If, I don't know, how did somebody get that hundred million dollars? Is it a drug dealer? I only know drug dealers that have a hundred million dollars. Should I turn that in? It feels like somebody would be pranking me. So I don't know. I might turn it in because I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah, I don't know. That scares me. A hundred million dollars in my bedroom. I would think, who is trying to set me up? Somebody's trying to set me up. Oh my gosh, that's scary. What if I won a hundred million dollars? Like legit, like a real way. I, I promise I would give a lot to a really good organization. I would. I don't need a hundred million dollars. After taxes, it would probably be $50 million. I mean, I would donate a huge chunk to a really good charity. And then I'd still have like $25 million that I could set my kids up with and I could set their kids up with. Wow, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Um, this is good. This is good, Nori. What does it mean to put up with? To put up with? It basically means there are a lot of things going on in your life that you don't like, but you have to have it done. You have to deal with it. So, man, I know. 
I don't want to. Some parents have to put up with their kids. You know, their kids are always messing up. They can't give the kids away. You just have to put up with them. You just have to put up with them. Um, what else can you put up with? Oh, maybe in the springtime where I live, there are a lot of bugs. But you may enjoy nature. You may want to go out on hikes. I know Nori hikes a lot. So you just sometimes have to put up with the bugs out there. If you want to be out in nature, you just have to put up with them. They're there. They're probably going to be bugging you. They're probably going to be bothering you. You just have to put up with them. And then they disappear in the summer. The fall around here is beautiful. I'm not sure if you've seen that last video. If I was a really good YouTuber, I would plug the last video I did about curves. But I, I went down into a beautiful part of nature, not far from my house. And I'm gonna go back there in a couple weeks. That's the garage door opening for some reason. I'm gonna go back there in a couple weeks and the, the leaves will be just beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, yeah, Nori, yeah, the good thing you have to deal with, but it seems that first of all, to deal with not lovely things, but rather difficulties, yeah. To put up with would be like minor difficulties. I mean, maybe major difficulties, yeah, put up with. Maybe some people don't agree with their government and the laws, but you just gotta put up with it. The masks right now in the United States, a lot of people are being like kind of forced to wear masks. Maybe you don't like it, but you gotta put up with it if you wanna go out in public. All right, so Zobeda, yeah, check that channel out. Check that, uh, not channel, what do we call it? That Instagram thing, check that thing out. Oh, thank you, Asma. Yeah, I like the view, too. Oh, thank you, Marty. Oh, my gosh. Hamoud is wondering, where did I meet my wife? I've told this story, I think, a couple times on the channel. Um, I don't remember when. It was probably in a live stream a long time ago. But we actually met online. We met online back in 1996. We might be the first internet couple. No, not the first internet couple, but we might be the internet couple that has been together the longest. I don't know. That hasn't broken up. But yeah, we, we met online. I was at the University of Maryland. She was at the University of Alabama. She was in a computer class. We were in a chat room. Yeah, maybe I should make a video on that one day and just keep it up and not in a live stream, but it's kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. Yeah, in some country, and Mahdi is from Saudi Arabia, and he commented on the behind the curve, ahead of the curve. It seems like Saudi Arabia is ahead of the curve when it comes to cases. And it seems like the United States is behind the curve. So maybe masks aren't being worn that often in Saudi Arabia because you don't have to worry about it. Uh oh, the mattress. The mattress is being... We haven't talked about the mattress in a while. But the mattress. Uh, Marina is wondering, what does it mean to jinx something? So it almost means like to curse, to jinx. Um, and we will say this in English quite a bit. 
um, superstitions and um, trying to, I'm coming up with a baseball example, but I know not everybody watches baseball. Okay, let's say dating again. For some reason, you're dating. That window is messing up, isn't it? Um, you're dating. And maybe you've only been dating for a couple weeks and things are going really well, but you don't want to jinx it. Maybe you don't want to tell your friends and family quite yet about this relationship. You feel that if you do tell them, it will mess up your relationship. It will break your relationship. So jinxing means you don't want to make bad things happen, if that makes sense. Jinx. I don't know if I've ever actually written the word jinx, but I do believe that's how you, that's how you uh, write it. Nice job. Why does that garage door keep going up and down, up and down? I guess it's just something I have to put up with. But I'm sure you can hear the noise because I'm right over my garage right now. Oh, yes. Fabio is wondering, what is the meaning of don't play dumb? Yeah, I don't know if we'd say don't play ignorant, maybe. But if you say don't play dumb, that means don't play dumb. That means you know something and you're not telling me. So let's say I'm in my classroom back in the old days when I had students in the classroom back in the old days. And maybe the garage door again, again. Don't they know we're trying to film here? We just have to put up with it. Um, so let's say, and I, I don't think I've ever had a student do this, but let's say I left my phone on my desk and somebody took it. And I think I know who did it. And I could ask that student, do you know anything about my missing phone? No, Mr. Watson, I don't know anything. I could, don't play dumb with me. You know something. You know something. Don't play dumb. So that's when somebody has information, but they don't want to tell you. Don't play dumb. With that guy, let's go back to that guy that was cheating on his girlfriend. What do we say, hourly? Hourly? Maybe the girlfriend one day, she finally realizes, oh, her boyfriend is leaving every hour to cheat. And she might confront him and she might say, you've been cheating on me, haven't you? What? I don't know what you're talking about. Don't play dumb with me, mister. You know you've been leaving here every hour for two minutes and then you come back. That could be. The, gra the, garage, door, the garage door is playing dumb with me. How about this? Whoever is opening and shutting the garage door, I don't know. They could be playing dumb with me. Maybe, they, maybe Jamie is watching this live stream somewhere. And then she's just like, all right, let's just go hit it every so often. Don't play dumb with me. Jamie, are you watching this? Uh, Madi is wondering, that's a good question. So in the United States, what is the average marriage age? What's the average may age of marriage in the United States? I would say that it's like, it's creeping up. We can, creeping up is a good phrasal verb to use when the number 
or the age is getting higher. So I would say with people these days, first marriages, right? Not divorces and then, and then marriages. Um, first marriages, probably close to 30. Yeah, most people I think want to finish college, want a career. And I do think education plays into that. I think if people go to college, they are more likely to get married later. If they do not go to college, they're more likely to get married in their early 20s, something like that. So education, careers have something to do with it. Yeah, so I'd say 30, 32. You know, but then you get the, the kids. If, if, a, if a couple wants children, <clears throat> I would say 30. Don't play stupid. That's right. Susanta, don't play stupid. You could say that too. Don't play dumb with me. Don't play stupid. Don't play stupid. No, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say don't play idiot. No, that would, we wouldn't use that. We wouldn't. That's not. That would sound. Um, that would sound a little different. But don't play dumb. Don't play stupid. Those work. Another hand signal. I think in some countries this is a bad thing. In the United States, this stands for okay. Okay. Thumbs up. All good, all good. Yeah, yeah, Nori, I don't know if you, I was saying cheating weekly, but was it Madi? Somebody said daily, uh, somebody said hourly, hourly. Come on. Yeah, um, Soledad, um, average Joe, we do use that, average Joe. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. It's like, um, the average man, average guy, average person, average Joe is usually a guy, but, um, it's just, you know, they're not extremely rich. You know, uh, we might say like middle class, you know, they're not too rich. They're not too poor. They're just, you know, average Joe, average Joe on the street. I'm an average Joe, just a normal guy, normal guy. Yeah, average Joe is not a, a, not a bad thing either, but we do use it quite a bit, average Joe. Yeah, I think there was a, I think there was a TV show, a reality show called Average Joe. Yeah, long time ago, TV show called Average Joe, where they picked, I think a pretty good looking guy, they told the contestants on this reality show that he was a millionaire. Like Hamoud said, he found $100 million. He was a millionaire. But he was really just an average Joe. He didn't have a lot of money. I think he worked construction. And they were trying to pair him up with another, with a, with a woman that I think he had to marry at the end. Came out a long time ago. I did not watch it a lot. You're welcome, Soledad. Miho is in here. Is it? It's getting late in Japan, right, Miho? No, I'm going early. Maybe it's not too bad. Oh, Mahdi says, ah, in Saudi Arabia, close to 30, getting to be more. Yeah, I would love to visit. I've mentioned this before. I would love to um, to um, 
to visit Saudi Arabia. This guy, another YouTuber, very famous, Peter Santanello. He lives in Ukraine now. He's an American, but he visited Saudi Arabia. It just looked amazing. Amazing. The mountains of Saudi Arabia he visited. Um, don't forget to su subscribe if you're new here. Don't forget to subscribe. What does, oh, Ken, what does hit the nail on the head mean? Hit the nail on the head. So think about a hammer. Think about a nail. To really hammer that nail into the wood, you have to be pretty exact. You have to be pretty precise. So if you hit the nail on the head, it means you are exactly right. So if I'm in my classroom again and I ask a question and a student really gives a great precise answer, I could say, oh, you hit the nail on the head. Nice job. Means you are exact. You got it right. You got it right. We is here. We also started school recently. He lives in the United States like I do. We're on the same time zone. Or I could say we are in the same time zone. Yeah, I need to get my prepositions correct. We are in the same time zone. I think Amina is in the same time zone as us. Prevail, another way to say prevail, I'll write it here. Win. Yeah, if uh, there's a sports like game going on, one team will prevail over the other. So we often use that preposition with prevail. Prevail over. <clears throat> Let's say you had a very difficult test in English, but you studied hard and you did a good job. You could say that you prevailed. You had a struggle and you overcame it. You prevailed. Prevailed. Oh, Mahdi says he watches that Peter Santanello guy. I think I'm saying his name correctly. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, Nori in. That's a good question. Um, let's call it a tie. Yeah, that means like if you were having a debate or an argument, you might just say, yeah, let's, it's, uh, in England, they will use draw more often. A draw is a tie in the United States. We will say tie, and it means at the end, it was all equal. There was a little battle going on, a little argument, a little struggle. And at the end, it was. sometimes we say um, let bygones be bygones. So if you had an argument with someone and you really didn't figure it out, you might just say, all right, let's, let's just call it a tie. Let's, let's bygones be bygones. And I'm not sure what bygones are, but we do use that term when you just, let's forget it. Let bygones be bygones. Forget about it. I mean, I just, I just want to be your friend. Let, maybe it was about religion. Maybe it was about politics. You're not going to change anybody's mind. Bygones be bygones. Um, Susanta, this is a quick one. How do, you how do you pronounce the word identity? Identity. Identity. If, um, 
I'm going to try not to emphasize everything, anything. Identity. Identity. Zobeda is wondering, can we use dodge a bullet for future events? Yeah? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to use my party on Friday as an example. Let's say there's a party on Friday. Maybe you don't want to go. Maybe you don't like the host, but they've invited you. And then maybe the party was canceled. So that's a future event, but the cancellation already happens. So you could say, whoa, I dodged the bullet on that one. I don't have to go. But I can't think of how you would use it in the future because it would be something has changed. Yeah, you can't really. So if you're um, wondering about dodge a bullet, so think about a bullet. <laughs> if it hits you, that's a bad thing. But if you dodge it, it misses you. So that bullet could be something that, and it doesn't have to be serious, but it could be something that you didn't want. Maybe, yeah, let's see. Maybe, let's talk about cheating again. Why are we talking so much about cheating? But let's say you kind of like a guy, all right? And you maybe want to date him. But then you hear from other girlfriends, oh, he cheated on me, he cheated on me. You could say, ooh, I dodged the bullet. I am not gonna get involved with that guy because I would only end up in heartache if I get with that guy. So you dodged the bullet. You didn't have to learn the hard way. Oh, here's another one. Learn the hard way. So if you got with that guy and he eventually broke your heart, you would have learned that he was a jerk the hard way. Like you learned first person. But if other people were telling you beforehand, hey, stay away from that guy. He cheats on everybody. Like, Whew. I dodged the bullet. I don't have to worry about that. I'll find someone else who's not going to cheat on me. How about that? How about that? Oh, we said, um, the. I think we started the same day, didn't we, we? I think we've been back for two weeks. That first weekend was really tiring for me. I did a live stream, but I think I barely made it an hour. And this one, um, we're at 75 minutes. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I do have to leave because my son has a hockey game in New Hampshire, but not for a little while. So uh, we can do, if, if how many people are in here? People, there's 45 people in here. If you're still getting something out of this, let's just go for a couple more minutes. Oh, so Beta brings a good, whoa, Amina's spamming the chat, but we will allow it. We will allow it. Thank you for all the sunflowers. Those are sunflowers. Zobeda is wondering, do we use, or do I use, a dairy product called curd? Curd. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, no. Nori says she barely dodged the bullet. Oh, no. Um, no, Zobeda, I'm, you can never ask too many questions. And I'm sorry if I'm not seeing other questions, but I think it's just like, um, 
Erroni is wondering if I turned on the heat. Yes, I did. Maybe we should talk about that in a minute. In my part of the United States, it's a big thing when people turn on the heat first. And so it was really cold in my house. It was like 61 degrees Fahrenheit. And so I'm like, we need to turn on the heat. But we haven't turned the heat on since then. But you know it's starting to get cold. And sometimes people think they are, they're tougher. Like the longer they wait to turn on the heat. Now my wife and I still have an air conditioner in our bedroom. We still have the air conditioner on in the bedroom. We like it cold when we sleep. But yeah, yeah, Nori, I like it 68, 67. I think Jamie might like it 70, 71. But yeah, we did turn on the heat once. I feel like a failure. It was a little cold. I didn't need it, but I felt bad for my kids. I felt bad for my kids. And um, Jamie wasn't home at the time, but I did text her. I'm like, we just turned on the heat. She's like, yes. So I don't know how I have become the controller of the heat, but I am. Nobody, it's, it's tricky to use the thermostat. Thermostat, that's what we use to control the heat. And um, it's kind of electric, but we try to keep it a little cooler in here because it saves money. But then we don't want to be too cold. No. Uh, curds, Zobeda was asking about curds. Erroni. Be strong. Don't turn on the heat. Be strong. It doesn't get it doesn't get cold in Milan, does it? I have the power. Aniko says, "Yeah, but then we have to come up with a compromise, though. If it gets too cold, and Jamie, I, I try not to be a mean guy, but you can always put on more clothing if you are cold. You can only take so much off if you're hot." And my kids are, are a lot like me. We call it warm-blooded. If it, warm-blooded, it's uh, beta. it's a good question about curds. Warm-blooded is when we use it for people, that means you don't get cold as easily as others, okay? But if you're cold-blooded, you get cold quickly or easily. Curds. Yes, what is a curd, Angelo? So um, there is a fairy tale in English called Little Miss Muffet. And if I, I think most of you are probably beyond fairy tales in English, but Little Miss Muffet sat on her tuffet eating her curds and whey. That's where we will hear curds and whey Often way is spelt, uh, way is like that. So Little Miss Muffet sat on her tuffet. I don't even know what a tuffet is. It's an old word. It, I mean, obviously using context clues, it's some kind of seat. But Little Miss Muffet sat on her tuffet eating her curds and whey. We don't use curds all that much anymore. We will call it cottage cheese. But curding, and I'm sure you've all seen this, if you put milk and vinegar together, that will curdle the milk. Spelled wrong. How do you spell curdle? That will curdle 
the milk. So it means those little chunks of milky stuff in the milk, chunks. So those are curds. But um, I think when we talk about curds now, we think of spoiled milk. So if you leave milk in the refrigerator for too long, past its expiration date, past its expiration date, the date for when it becomes bad, it will eventually curdle. But cottage cheese in English is basically curds. So maybe in England they call it curds, but we would call it cottage cheese. Hope that helps. Uh, Madi, yeah, the weather has turned cold. When I woke up this morning, I'll give you a little, I'll give you a little Celsius here. It was 41 degrees Fahrenheit. So 41 degrees Fahrenheit was five degrees Celsius. And for this time of year in Maine, it was pretty cold. It has gotten down below freezing at night a couple times this week. So below zero Celsius. It was like just below zero. Um, it was like 31, I think 30 degrees in the morning when I woke up. All right, there are a couple people still in the chat. Aniko is here. Uh, in, the, in the Zoom, I should say, the Zoom. Ah, Nori says 55 Fahrenheit in her part of Hungary. That's not bad. You know, go outside with, with a little jacket. You'll be good. You'll be good. We is wondering what, it's a great question here, we. What's the difference between fair, and that's the correct spelling, <coughs> excuse me, fair and tip. Fair and tip. So a fair, what you have to pay to enter. You know, in a, in a short definition, it's what you have to pay to enter a place. So maybe you want to visit a museum, but to get through the door, you have to pay a fare. You have to pay a fee. Fare and fee are pretty much the same. You have to pay it. Now, if you've seen, I will plug, I will plug another video of mine. If you've seen my breakfast video where I go out and have an American breakfast, I talk about tipping. Tipping is always bonus. It's always extra. So a fare is something you have to pay. A tip is extra that you give for like good service. And if you want to see my breakfast video, I left a link for it in the chat. Breakfast video. And at the end, I talk about tipping, like how much you should tip, when you should tip, Sometimes in the United States, it's not always clear. Sometimes if you tip, they will have a tip jar. And then you can put your extra money in for good service. A lot of times if they are making you something complicated, like a coffee or a sandwich, I think it's Subway. That's all over the world, isn't it? Subway sandwiches. Um, you can tip. 
if they make a really good sandwich, you might say, oh, I might have paid $6 for this sandwich, but the way you made it was so much better than anybody else. Here's a dollar. I'm tipping you. So you wouldn't say the price you paid for that sandwich is a fair. Fair. I remember spelled like that. You would say that that's the price. I mean, you could say it's a fee, but not really. Um, remember fair spelled like this. Oh man, maybe I should do a video on fair. Fair like that can mean equal. If everything is fair, everything is equal. Or it could be a place where you go and they have like amusement park rides. They have, um, man, I wish there were fairs. I could take you to an American fair. Got a GoPro, got a GoPro, thank you. Um, you guys helped me buy that by watching videos with ads, by becoming members, so thank you for that. And I can take my little GoPro into the fair now, but because of the virus, there are no fairs this year. Erroni. 66 Fahrenheit? That is downright balmy. Where I live now, balmy, warm, hot. What is this? Mari. What does that mean? Italian is coming to my country after one week. What is that? I do know not far from Saudi Arabia is Somalia. And I know Amina is originally from Somalia. The Italians were in Somalia for a little while. And I think they tried to conquer Ethiopia. Didn't go so well though, did it? I think the Ethiopians beat the Italians back. But I do believe there is a little bit of Italian spoken in Somalia still. A little bit by some of the older people, by some of the octogenarians. Now that is a big term in English. You will probably never, you'll probably never use. Can I spell it? Does anybody know, that's not spelled correctly, octogenarians. I can't even spell it. Oh, Italian cold is coming. Okay, the Italian, oh, okay. Octogenarians, those are people who are in their 80s, by the way, and I can't spell it. Octogenarians, and I don't wanna to take too much time in the, uh, the chat. I don't think that's spelled correctly. Octogenarians, people who are in their 80s. Um, we will say where I live in the United States that the Canadian cold is coming down. I see what you're saying there, Madi. Yeah, um, sometimes we'll say a cold front. That's an English, uh, that's a weather term. Cold front is coming in. I'm not a good speller to begin with, but I'm especially having trouble this morning. Oh dear. Uh, cold front. Let me make it a proper sentence. Capital letter. All right. A cold front is coming in from Canada. If we're going to get a bunch of Arctic air, we also say that too. Arctic air. I didn't spell Arctic right. Oh my God. I'm not, I'm not going to type anymore. I clearly, my brain, what can I blame it on? So much schooling. So early in the morning. 
I've been going almost an hour and a half. Maybe my brain, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good though, but how many people are still in here? We got 39, so we are losing people. Maybe I'm boring people. Maybe they're like, I learned enough English for the day. I don't need any more. And I do, I do need to, um, I do need to get going. Oh, thank you. Angelo got me. Octogenarians. People in their 80s. Septuagenarians. I believe are people in their 70s. Septuagenarians. Arctic. Thank you, Angelo. Angelo is correcting me. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I need it on a morning like this. Oh, oh my gosh. Nori. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the difference between taxes and, and fees. Yeah, that's well said. Couldn't say it any better. Taxes you have to pay. Taxes you have to pay. But a fee is, you know, a bonus. If you don't go over the Golden Gate Bridge, you don't have to pay it. If you do, you do have to pay it. And I will be going to New Hampshire today, as I mentioned earlier. And um, another way to say a fare on a road is a toll. And I do have to pay tolls. Maybe I'll put a video up on Instagram of me going through a toll. I have seen Arroni um, sent me a video where he went through a toll in Italy. If anybody would like to follow me on Instagram, there are some short lessons on there that might be helpful. Usually like a minute or so, you know, not long enough for YouTube, but I did put up that short look around my classroom on YouTube. It was like a minute. My classroom's so small, but. All right. Oh, good. Good. Nori said she's still learning. Okay. She's still learning. Oh, I've been typing a lot. Yeah, but I'm not like, I'm not that great a speller, even on my best days. But this is a bad day. With spell check, I couldn't get it right. Maybe I was rushing. Innocent Pink Sapphire. Welcome. Welcome to the chat. Um, if uh, you're watching and you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you subscribe. You might want to ring the bell. Because anytime I go live, you'll get a notification. So, And I think the next time I go live, I don't think I can go live tomorrow. I'm a little too busy. Um, but maybe next Wednesday. I went in the middle of the week last week. I think I can go in the middle of the week this coming week. This coming week. It can get a little tricky in English. When we say like next week, last week. Are you talking about? And sometimes we will have to ask that person. Oh, you mean this coming Wednesday? Like the next Wednesday coming up? Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So sometimes we don't have great ways to talk about the week coming. Or, or do you mean the Wednesday after that? We might say it like that. Do you mean this coming Wednesday or the Wednesday after that? All right. Any more questions? Because... My, yeah, I think if I use my hands and my mouth to enunciate, it might help with understanding. You know, if somebody is, a, you know, really basic learner of English, that might help out a little bit with the hands. I don't know if it does. Sometimes it might. 
Uh, Nori. Yeah, Nori, thank you for liking the Insta. She's on there. <coughs> Excuse me. She's on there quite a bit. Nori, good to see her back. I know you were busy, what, during the month of uh, August, maybe. You are a little busy, but you're back. Good to see you back. All right. Maybe I should call it a day. I did take a shower already. I never want to get on camera without having a shower, but I do need to get ready. Uh, we will be leaving in a little bit. I got an hour, so I have some time. But I think... Oh, Angelo is saying, um, like, tonight is pretty clear. Like, if you say tonight, we would know that, yeah, this day later on. But it gets, like, we're a Saturday right now. I think everybody watching is Saturday. But if I say, um, you know, it gets a little fuzzy if we say, like, next Tuesday. So let's talk about that. So, yeah, next Tuesday, I will go live. I'll go live, I think, next Wednesday. Wednesday's a little further. But it's like, okay, so next Tuesday, I will see you. Oh, so this coming Tuesday or the Tuesday after that? So that's a good way you can ask if you're not clear. Because it can get, like, oh, yeah, on Monday, next, if I said next Monday, that would be confusing. It's only two days away. You mean this Monday or the Monday after that? Okay. I hope that, uh... oh, what is that bridge? Um, Erroni is talking about the bridge in Boston. Yeah, I sent Erroni, um, what do we call that bridge? It's in Boston. I don't have to go past it today. I do think I have to go past it tomorrow though because my son has a hockey game in Massachusetts. So it's about two hours away. So we travel two hours for hockey, which in the United States, two hours isn't that much. But I know in certain countries, two hours is like, it's like half the country. Ace. I think my son would know. Ace. I thought he was in the next room. I don't know what that bridge is called. I should know that. I don't know. But it's right by the... Um, the arena where the Boston Celtics play and the Boston Bruins play. So, yeah, I'm still here, Rod. I'm still here for just a little bit, just a little bit. I think I'm making my way out. Barry, welcome to the chat. I'm, I haven't answered a question from Barry yet. Come on, Barry. I got you. Before I leave, let's do this one. Shake out and pan out. We do use both of these. Oh, does shake out and pan out? They mean the same thing? They do. They do. So that just means, um, like, how did everything work out? Work out. How did everything end up? Oh, these are some. I'll use this as an example in a minute. How did everything end up? I think it might come from gold mining, mining for gold, where you have the pans and you're shaking them like you're sifting for gold. And so you shake it and you pan it. So if you found gold, it panned out well, or it <clears throat> uh, shake. How did everything shake out? I don't know if we would use shook out, but it just means how did everything end up? How did it all work out? So maybe you had a big test. 
I always use that example, right? Maybe you had a big English test and you were worried, but then you could ask your friend, hey, how did it shake out after the test? How did it shake out? How did it pan out? Did everything work out okay? So it means where you had to overcome something a little bit and um, uh, maybe a job interview. You go in for a job interview, you kind of feel maybe it went pretty well. Like your friend, once you get home, hey, how'd the interview pan out? How'd it go? How'd it shake out? Everything shake out okay? Yeah, so it means, I hope that makes sense. Pan out, success. It could be success, pan out, uh, but you could say, nah, it didn't pan out too well. It didn't go too well. Yeah, good question, Barry. Good question. Oh my gosh, Zobeda with a smiley face. I have a spelling question, but I am not the right person. No, especially this morning. Give me some spell check and I can get it right 50% of the time. No, it's, it's better than that. It's better than that, but I always use spell check. You know, with my students and stuff, like whoa. With spell check, I can get it correct 95% of the time. But in this chat, I think I got it right 10% of the time. But with Angelo's help, I think it was 100% of the time, right? Thank you, Angelo. Thank you. Yeah, Madi, this is a long stream. And my spelling will not get better. Zhao says, shakeout means it happened. Yeah. And a lot of times, it means that the result was not known until after. So yeah, how something happened. How did it go down? It's another way to ask. So if someone comes back from their job interview and you're, hey, how'd it go down? That down doesn't mean bad. How'd it go down? Ah, it went, it went pretty well. It went pretty well. All right, I think I should probably end it right about there or my brain will be toast, I think. My brain might be toast. That's a good way to say, like, you're done. My brain is toast. Thank you all for all your support. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for watching. Thank you for all that stuff. These are uh, some of my favorite hours of the week. Spending time with you, answering your questions, all that kind of stuff. Um, some people have mentioned in the chats, in the comments, that their English is improving over the last couple of months. Now, sometimes they give me credit. I think you know most of the credit goes to you because you tuned in, you watched, you did the hard work. But if I was a small part of that, then that's a good thing to me. Makes me feel good. So, all right, I've got to go. Adios, amigos. We will see you later, probably Wednesday, okay? So make sure you subscribe, ring that bell. You'll get a notification on when I go live. Adi, see you guys.